and let there be sound. Hello, everybody. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr., and you are currently tuning into the Ghetto Fabulous podcast. Joining me today will not be Shane, the usual co-host, but it will actually be your boy Kevin, also known as Redial. So, yeah. so like, how are you doing, dude? Uh, well, you know, nice. same old. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So today we're here to um to talk about uh, Snake Eyes, GI Joe Origins, the movie, as well as sort of um just just you know we're here to sort of remove uh, re- review it and also just kind of talk about our general thoughts on it. Um, a quick word of warning: there will be spoilers in this movie. Uh, so in this movie, of course, there will be spoilers within this video. So just, uh, just, just let that be known. Um, also, if you're listening to this on an audio platform such as, um, uh, uh, iTunes and, and, and Spotify, be sure to rate this five stars because, you know, none of us get paid for this. So, you know, just, just help a boy out, man. Trust, trust. Yeah. Spoilers. He uses a sword. I can't believe this. And he also wears black, dude. Oh my God. It's blasphemy. My my enjoyment of this movie that I've already seen is ruined. Right. Um, I I guess you know. Uh, before we even you know talk about the movie itself, um, let's talk about because you know we're we're fucking Canadians as if our our accents didn't give it away already. <laughs> but um, you know be, because we are Canadians, you know GI Joe is not nearly as big as it is here, uh, as big as it is in like the states because it's so fucking patriotic and shit, right? So um. You know, G.I. Joe is not really that big here in Canada, but even then I was like uh, like a pretty big fan of uh, G.I. Joe relative to us, again, rather tame Canadians. Um, so from what I understand, Kevin, you know next to nothing about G.I. Joe, right? Uh, more or less. Like, I vaguely know the characters. Um, just the other day, I was like, you know, I vaguely remember seeing something from G.I. Joe in my childhood, and I was trying to remember what it was. And then I kind of vaguely remembered the theme song, and that led me to searching up the opening for G.I. Joe Sigma 6. I fucking knew it was Sigma 6. It had to be It was six, Sigma, Sigma 6. six. <laughs> Why okay. I remember that specifically, though, was because I think I had, like, um... It was either I had a DVD of, like, some other show that had an advertisement for Sigma 6, and I played before it, so it just... Like, every time I watch that DVD, I would always hear that advertisement in the opening. I'm like, man, this show sounds really cool. <laughs> it's too bad I'll never watch it. You could find it online for free right now on their official YouTube. Well, yeah, now. It's, um, interesting. <laughs> I, uh, wasn't... I'm sure it is. I, I, uh, didn't really like Sigma 6, if I'm being honest. Um, it, it, it's one of those shows where it's, like, just not really good but 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 that's sort of be- besides the point i guess um but but is that pretty much like your entire like knowledge of uh, of, of j joe just the the ad for sigma six i mean there's like yeah there, there was like the ad for sigma six and then uh if we're talking anything else i've seen like retaliation very few snippets of like th- th- those live action movies which one came first? Was it Retaliation or Rise of Cobra? Rise of Cobra came first, and then I, Retaliation. I might have seen. I might have seen a bit of that one. Retaliation, I know, is the one that y'all seen in drama class in high school. Did we? Yes. We watched it. Yes, that that's what uh, William and uh, our our friend who shall not be named uh, she told me. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> in, in that case, yeah, I, I think um, that then I, then I watched Retaliation and maybe some clips of. Rise of Cobra, and that's about it. Right. Okay. So, so for me, I, I, um, I first seen, 
I've seen Sigma Six verse when it was airing on YTV, but it didn't really like it didn't really hit me as something that I would care about. Uh, and then I've also seen this thing called GI Joe Resolute, which came out around the same time as Rise of Cobra. And GI Joe Resolute was like a mini series that that aired on like Adult Swim, and uh, that was pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and then I started like reading into more of the of the comics and even the '80s show and stuff like that, um, and that's how I got into GI Joe, I guess. Uh, funnily enough, um, G- uh, Snake Eyes from GI Joe was actually my first cosplay ever. Um, that was back in like 2013, I think. At the time, I was searching for like a the Retaliation's little like figure for it. Could not find it for whatever reason in Canada. The distribution was terrible. Um, so I just ended up saying like, you know, fuck it. I'll, I'll just make a custom of it. But then I realized it's actually more cost effective to make a life-sized outfit of it rather than making a custom toy out of it. So that's how I started cosplaying in that regard. And then I made a version 2 in 2015 and with Kevin dressed up as Storm Shadow of Halloween 2015. Yes. Yeah, how was how was that how was that experience for you cosplaying as some motherfucker that you have no idea what he's about? <laughs> I mean, you know, that was interesting, I suppose. Yeah, because because I mean, I guess there's really nothing to the casual consumer. At least nothing to it. He's Asian. He's a ninja. You're Asian. You're dressed <laughs> up as a ninja. Done. It's like the most generic character you can honestly think of. It's like yeah, so this is an uh, this is a ninja. Okay, he's he's Asian. Okay, and he uses a sword. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, hold on, dude. A sword, bro? Yeah, you're to, gonna to, have to, like, dial back that creativity. Yeah, to to the common consumer, like I said, it, it doesn't look like anything special. Um, but yeah, and then, for, and then I guess, technically, a version 3 was kit-bashed this year for me, a version 3 of Snake Eyes cosplay, uh, where I just used, like, the, the, the Shredder mercenary armor that I made back in 2019, which is still strange to believe that was two years ago, but, you know, whatever. I, I made that armor, and they just made, like, a new black arm set for it and i was like yeah this is this is a snake eyes v3 now fuck it <laughs> but yeah yes uh, yeah that, that's sort of like our general familiarity with uh gi joe which is um i know it better than than kevin and i guess by extension better than most canadians at the very least i, I don't know if i would say i'm a diehard gi joe fan but you know what i'm probably not but you know it's one of those you're franchises just, that just kind of flies under the radar. You're just a G.I. Joe fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I was crazy enough to, to to dress up as Snake Eyes, make my own Snake Eyes helmet, and then also buy the official Snake Eyes helmet, which I might be selling because I don't really like it that much. Um, anyways, before we talk about the movie itself, let's talk about some of the previous films leading up to this release. So, so there's really, there, there's three... Uh, Technically, four main projects that are "quote unquote" GI Joe movies. There's one back in the '80s, which is weird. It, it's it's called. It was either called the Secret or the Chamber of Cobra Law. If it sounds stupid or, or zany, because it is very zany, it's basically like, oh, the Cobra troops are actually fucking like these high tech aliens and shit and whatever. It, it's it's out there. It's like a weird experience i would i would still recommend watching it just just to see how fucking ape shit it gets but um yeah it's very difficult to track what the story is and it, it, it's honestly aliens honestly aliens. <laughs> honestly it was created just to kill off a lot of characters and sell more toys and except they pussied out of it and then they're like you know what? we're not gonna kill him he, he's a he's in a coma that's right he's in a coma yeah he didn't die he's yeah. just removed from his screen time yeah um 
but th- that was uh that was the the secret of Cobra Law. And then, like I said, in twenty nine in, tw- in two thousand nine, um, GI Joe Resolute as well as Rise of Cobra came out. That was the first live action movie, the GI Joe Ri- Rise of Cobra, um, directed by Steven Summers. It was strange. It, it was um some some of it felt very much like GI Joe, like the fact that they have like an underground pit and shit, and like you know they're like the secret like military force where like you never heard of him and shit. But it was the U.S. military, but like just slightly more of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, 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 but the, the, the weird shit was like, they, they had like these weird, like Robocop sh- suits. That was kind of strange. But, and it was, it was a, it was a fun movie. Very mindless. Like more mindless than the Transformers movies, in my opinion, somehow. Except for the fifth one. The fifth one, the fifth Transformers movie is just dog shit. But, but, but yeah, it was strange. It, it was successful enough to, to warrant a sequel slash soft reboot type of thing in G.I. Joe Retaliation, which came out in 2013. That was a, a oh, good movie. Wait, Retaliation was a reboot? No, it's like a soft reboot. It's hard to explain. It's weird. It's like a sequel, but it's not trying to be a sequel. It's like a loose sequel. That, mm. That's the best way to word it. It's like a loose sequel because certain things, like, they don't fully add up. Like, what happened to the pit? In, in Rise of Cobra and General Hawk and all these other characters like Heavy Duty and like Ripcord and like Scarlet and shit like they just kind of disappeared right yeah so so like I said it's just like a half reboot type of not really a full like I said a super soft reboot slash loose sequel it was successful enough that, that or it was meant to be a sequel but the screenwriter got amnesia and just forgot about half the characters at, and plot points I don't know man it, it was it was a good enough movie on its own uh, pretty fun. Still a bit mindless. The characters were kind of flat too, but it was still fun. I think uh, everybody at the time agreed that the Storm Shadow Snake Eyes thing was like perhaps the best part of the movie. Right. And I think most people generally agree. And in fact, I think most people outside of you know people in the states when they think of GI Joe, they just think of the ninja stuff. So there's that. Yeah, well, because, like, the other parts of G.I. Joe, you know, f- from what I see, is just generic spy-slash-military dudes. Like, um, I've seen a lot of, like, the older toys, and a lot of them just come with guns, right? Well, yeah, it, it's it's sort of, like, a mix between military and, like, science and some sci-fi, to a degree, and, esp- and a lot of, yeah. like, disguise and espionage. In fact, the character of Zartan, like, his original toy back in the 80s, his whole gimmick, aside from having a lot of, like, different faceplates that work as masks, is, uh, he actually, you could, I forget it was, it was UV-activated, or, you know, yeah, UV-activated, his skin color would change and shit. It, 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 like I said, there's a degree of, of, like, a lot of science fiction. The, the general <laughs> gist of it sounds, was... Sounds like that dude's gonna get cancelled, uh, like, these days. Because of the skin color. Not, it's purple, <laughs> though. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's got UV reactive. Yeah, it's just, he's just, like, hella sensitive to sunburns and shit. But, uh, but um, generally, it was, like, G.I. Joe, the military that, like, pushes to science, and then the other side is straight up, like, fucking uh, Cobra, which is, like, super sci-fi terrorists. Like, yeah, and also they had like a whole lot of like fucking, um, well, shit, what acronyms in all their fucking vehicles and shit, like uh, the his I mean, tank, slight, which stands for high slight, slight, slight tangent for me, right? But like, yeah. you know, um, speaking of like speaking of that, like you know, Cobra, the sci-fi terrorists and all that, like, um, do you feel like that GI Joe compared to like a lot of the other uh, like '90s '80s franchises that you know were uh, rebooted and turned to like live action movies or like modern day properties 
Do you feel like G.I. Joe is one of the ones that worked or didn't? Like, as opposed to something like, big example I would give you, like Transformers. Do, hmm, do I think it worked? Well, like, you know, in a way compared to like, just because like Transformers, like there was that one joke in, what was it, Bumblebee, where it's like, you know, John Cena was like, yeah, they're just, yeah, they're Decepticons, why would you trust them? In that sense, where it's like, yeah, clearly the names were made in an era where it was just very clear they were meant to just sell toys to kids. Yeah. Um, and, but but because they can't really change it, and then they're forced to bring it straight to the modern day, it becomes something really cartoony where it's like, yeah, you just made the villains sound like villains completely. Like, there's no way they're hiding it. So I, I think, so that's a tough question to answer. Actually, no, it's pretty easy. Kind of. It could have been better, but it could have been way worse. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, I feel like... Like, would you say way worse would be Decepticons? Yeah, like 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 unable to age, so to speak, in terms of its demographic. The thing about GI right. Joe is the cartoons by Marvel Animation slash Sunbow was very much kiddish, but the comics at the time, written by Larry Hammer, was like very much way more mature in this. And I don't mean mature as an oh yeah, hella graphic and shit like that. I mean like there was thing called there was this thing called subtlety <laughs> in the writing yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, in, fa- in fact, there was this whole issue that everyone, if, if like most GI Joe fans know as the uh, the silent interlude, where literally the whole comic is completely silent. There's no written, there's no writing in it. There's no speech bubbles or thoughts bubbles. It's just strictly just art and direction to the art in the panels and stuff. When, when it comes to stuff like that, as well as the full story, which we will talk about between uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and Storm Shadow sort of like super super long um heroic journey like it it can be executed well um and and like i said thankfully none of the names none of the faction names at least aged immaturely so to speak uh i would tend to agree but then again i would also say that it's it is a bit weird like (laughs) your organization is called gi joe like just general infantry Joe. joe yeah or just the Joes. <laughs> Joe, Joe Mama. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I mean, like, they could have fucking I, I called it Sigma yeah. 6, dude. <laughs> that's true, that's true. They could have called it S- Sigma Nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, so, yeah, to, to sum yeah, up. Like, on the one hand, you have. No, oh, like, yeah, on the one hand, you have the Joes yeah. as your. Uh, as an organization name. On the other hand, you have Cobra, g- generic uh, evil organization named after dangerous animal. But it, it could have been worse because in uh, in the Secret of Cobra Law, what they did was instead of just just you know, uh, sort of like chanting Cobra, they they changed it to fucking <laughs> Cobra. La, 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 la. <laughs> I'm not I'm not making this up. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. They were, they were trying to sacrifice the Cobra Commander to summon the Cobra Lord. Well, technically, it was Supenter at, at the time. Anyways, uh, but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We ne- well, you'll need to sacrifice both the Cobra Lord and the Pro- Cobra Commander to summon the Cobra God Dragon. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, okay. Technically, the big name, the big baddie, his name was fucking Galobulus. I told you, it's <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I I I feel like GI Joe. The property itself has the potential, provided in the, in the right hands, has the potential to to 
to to to be one of the uh, the more powerhouses, so to speak, in in pop culture media that isn't backed by DC or Marvel or right. Star Wars. Um, it's backed by Hasbro. Yeah, because you know Transformers kind of did it for like a good decade. True, true. Uh, but but yeah, that that's sort of how we feel about you know the the general sort of uh, GI Joe um, media within this sort of modern area, uh, modern era, aka twenty uh, fifth and onward. As, as it's called. Anyways, um, <clears throat> now let's actually talk about, you know, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, the movie itself. Just kidding. Before that, what do you think about the marketing stuff leading up to it? How did you feel ab- about the hype so- so surrounding it or lack thereof? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't see much of it. Nice. <laughs> if, if any. I mean, I saw some stuff. Like, you know, I was aware that the movie was coming out. Yeah. Like, I was aware that they were making a G.I. Joe movie based on Snake Eyes. But, yeah. you know, I was just like, Okay, but like, I wasn't under the impression that G.I. Joe was that big of a franchise to warrant another movie. Right. Okay. For for me, the first thing that I thought was, okay, cool, it's about time. It would be dope to see a Snake Eyes movie. And then it was revealed that they were casting uh, Henry, Col- uh, Henry Golding um, from uh, Crazy Rich Asians as, as Snake Eyes. And uh, Snake Eyes in the comics is a, is, is a, is a blonde hair, white dude. And he has like hella. He's basically yeah. He took a fucking gr- grenade to the face, so so he's all mashed up, right? But okay. Um, and a lot of people were like, "What the fuck, man? Why are you changing Snake Eyes into an Asian dude?" And uh, my initial reaction was like, "Bro, I cosplayed as Snake Eyes before, and I was covered up from head to toe, all black, not a single inch of skin showing, not a single strand of hair showing. You would not know if I was a guy or a girl, let alone what my ethnicity was." <laughs> I could have yeah. been a fucking snake, <laughs> but 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 yeah, that, that was my. You could you could have been Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, I, bruh, man, could have been cooking the smoking the meats, bro. You could you you basically were being smoked meat in that suit. <laughs> eh, eh, not really. I I engineer my suits just enough to have like the right vent points. Regardless, though, that was my initial reaction. Was interesting. But I don't care. I, I want to see how this movie turns out first. Because if anything's going to let it down, it's the, it's the writing. So that's my initial thoughts of the it. The writing, the directing, the acting. There's a lot that can let it down. Yeah. So let's talk about sort of like, you know, the, the, the main players in the G.I. Joe movie. Um, in terms of the characters of Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow. That, that's honestly about it. <laughs> that's honestly about it, yeah. Because um, yeah, the other characters are either non-essential towards the story or done wrong so to speak so you know it's a snake eyes movie so let's talk about snake eyes first i suppose played by henry golding sure um he has a backstory in this but we'll talk about that later in the plot section i feel like his character was kind of bland so to speak he's just like this this vengeful motherfucker that's also like a treacherous dickhead and as such those are traits that are somewhat unlikable i mean thankfully Henry Golding is a good actor, and he put on a pretty charming performance, I suppose. But the character is still a bit of a, of a dickhead, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that is his whole... Like, his whole character in this movie is just a dickhead. Yeah. Then at, I like, the 11th hour, was like, you know what, man? I want to be a part of this Taraji Kage family, bro. I'm going to come back and fight with y'all. Never, you know, mind you, he was the fucking cause of the fight <laughs> to begin with. He was with. literally the reason why everything went wrong. Yeah. It's it's literally his fault. Um, I didn't feel like he redeemed himself, nor do I feel like he earned 
the the suit I mean, at like, the end. There was literally a point in the movie where you know he he finds out that Cobra is working with the guy he's working with, and yeah. that Cobra are literally these fucking terrorists. super sci-fi terrorists yeah. who fucking like just murder indis- indiscriminately. Yeah. And in his mind, he was just like, "Yeah, you know." But my they dad, may- though, <laughs> he was he literally was the dude from Shrek. Where he was like, "Some of you may die." But that is a sacrifice I am willing to make. Yeah. And then the the movie comes and he's like, that is not a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I'm coming to help you guys. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, I feel like this dickhead like didn't really like redeem himself at the end. Like he didn't earn it. I I, I didn't feel it. I call bullshit on that. Did I not mean, like his really character. Didn't. I really did not like his character. Um, he spoke. That's okay with me. For 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 for. For for what they were going with, like I don't, I don't mind him speaking necessarily, you know, because because if you give like a mute person a voice, like that's actually pretty sick if you think about it. Like we finally get to audibly hear what this guy's thoughts are, but but right, the, yeah. but the thing is, his thoughts is so like there's there's next to no thinking. It's just, hey, my dad, he kind of died, and I'm like still mad at that. So like, I'm mad, bro. <laughs> that was it, and it's like. That's I mean, yeah, his whole his whole motivation was just me mad, me ven- look for mad vengeance, bad. motherfucker. It's like that. That's 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 some top tier writing, Bridgen. So literally just vengeance. Yeah, I I didn't mind the fact that he had a voice still. I mind the I, excuse me. I minded the fact that he still had his voice towards the end. You know, because I, I was like, okay, if he doesn't lose his voice, but I don't mind even if he didn't have a fucking suit, I didn't care. But if he doesn't lose his voice by the end of this movie, I don't think he. I don't think his arc is complete. He needs to have I some. I feel like that's a that, that's another great point for you. Like you're gonna get to that the suit. Yeah, I will. Oh, yeah. But but for me, but I, like the, the, yeah, the, but like um, the character, I felt like his arc was incomplete. Well, like it just you felt... were under the impression that he was gonna lose his voice because he is he he so far he's been a mute character, and because I gave him a voice, you feel like they were gonna turn him into a mute character again. Yeah. And. Like, there, there's multiple ways they could have done it. They didn't need to do the classic, like, 80s cartoon where they went to Vietnam War and then took a grenade to the face. Like, right. he, he could... Well, obviously, because the Vietnam War doesn't exist no more. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a modern-day reboot, so there, there's other ways of doing it. Like, the way that they did they it didn't. in uh, G.I. Joe Resolute was um, a sniper uh, was supposed to kill the Hardmaster... And then they saw Snake Eyes trying to save him, and they're like, fuck, they, fuck you, bitch, and then shot him in the vocal cords, and he lost his voice that way. Cool. That's fine. Um, even in the original, the, the first two movies, the reason why he doesn't, he didn't lose his voice. He still has it. He just doesn't speak, and, he, and that's like a vow of honor in the name of the death of the Hardmaster. Like, just, just, I wish he lost his voice for some reason. I felt like considering how much of a dickhead he was in this film, he should have lost his voice trying to save the clan somehow. That way you like, kind of really earn it. he should sacrifice something. Yeah, but he kind of just like, oh, am I am fucking badass. Yeah, I don't know, he's Australian now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, if snake about it, his character really does not experience much loss throughout this film. Yeah, the only, he loses his dad in the beginning of the film, and that's it. The only change that he had was now he's a ninja. Yeah. And he gets a, cool, Which, a pretty cool that, that, suit at that the end. That that's not much of a loss. He he literally just been yeah. That's he's char- just been gaining. Yeah, that, that's literally just like exp and like a character equip, and that's it. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's all it is. So the, the 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 story arc or lack thereof of Snake Eyes and his character, I think, was beyond weak for a, a main character. For for a film that's supposed to be based on him, yeah, it it, does, it doesn't help that in all of the marketing material they use ASAP Ferg's song "I'm on a new level," but he doesn't really go through any changes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of disappointed in that aspect, and I'll explain why I mean, he went through he went through changes. It was just he didn't go through any loss. He just literally he just been yeah. He didn't really like, learn nothing aside from ninja moves. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the character of Storm Shadow, played by um, and, oh, Andrew Koji. I actually liked, I, I like I like that character, and I'll go ahead and say this now, so that there's no doubt or whatever. I genuinely mm-hmm. think that Storm Shadow, aside from at first glance, is generally a more interesting character than Snake Eyes. It's not just, <laughs> and does not me discriminating against mute people. I swear. <laughs> um, it, well, I'll, I'll, my question would be because you know I don't know much about the history of like Storm Shadow. What was his like? backstory before this movie so the the thing is his backstory is highly dependent on the writer right um but generally speaking the way that it works is he is believed to have killed the hard master you know what i, I was gonna bring up hard master later i'll bring him i'll bring him up now the hard master is about like the same age as like staying eyes and storm shadow if not just a little bit older that's bullshit the hard master is meant to be like <laughs> a grandpa almost to them. He's supposed to be fucking like like a like a Master Splinter type character, bro. Right. And he's like, nah, here's just like a really badass trainer. Like, no, you you fucking fuck that it's up. It's just a dude. Yes, he's just he did it. He barely spoke. Anyways, regardless. To sum up Heartmaster, by the way, he, he, bullshit. <laughs> Simple as that. Alright. Um All right. and he really should have fucking died. <laughs> Cause um <laughs> in, in most iterations, the Heartmaster dies, and most people believe that Storm Shadow is the one who killed him. Right. Turns out it is not. He's not. I did not kill him. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not kill him. I did not. Right? Um, yep. Turns out it was, in most iterations, it's Zartan who killed him. And, uh, and, and Storm Shadow inf- infiltrates the ranks of Cobra to, to find out the truth. And, um, and it's all... In fact, he's the vengeful dickhead, really, usually. Right. Um, I mean, that kind of makes sense for a supposed villain. Yeah, and then, uh, but, but the thing is, once he, he's done with that, he actually, well, in the cartoon, he straight up sides with G.I. Joe and joins their ranks. Some In most iterations outside of the show, he usually is just like on his own, just like a, like a self-serving type of, type of dude. And that's generally the way that Storm Shadow is. That, that's why I feel like Storm Shadow to me is way more interesting because he was that committed to fucking finding out who did it that he actually joined them and shit. Well, yeah, like that honestly kind of makes more sense than just uh, my dad was killed by somebody. And even like I gotta find out who it is. Yeah, and, and aside from some like romantic shit, uh, Snake Eyes actually did die in the comics. And then, but he died like a bitch. He took a grenade to the face. And in my mind, is like, didn't you already take a grenade to the face? <laughs> And it was, and you were badass enough to make it out of it. Now you're gonna die by taking a grenade to the face, Regin. And then he was replaced by <laughs> what, his. Uh, what doesn't What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Not in this case. Didn't kill him. <laughs> just killed game. him the second time. Yeah, and, and then he was replaced by his apprentice Kamakura. And you know that might sound interesting, right? It's like, oh, he's gonna carry on the mantle, kind of like how Dick Grayson did for Bet. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. All Kamakura did 
was he basically fucking copied Snake Eyes. He even lost his voice somehow. I forgot how, but it was terrible. Oh, regardless. Nice. Regardless. Snake uh, Storm Shadow in this movie, though, he... I feel like because of the way, because he was a side character, they had to make him a little, he, he showed, they, they had to show his temper a little bit too much, like almost exaggerated sometimes because like every time he, he lost the ability yeah. to kill Kenta, he was like throwing a fit almost. Man, I was, yeah, I was going to be like, man, this dude's really angry. <laughs> he, he is Japanese. He is just a really angry character. <laughs> um, but he's, uh, but he no, still has like this big that. thing about him and like the, the whole like, he's, oh, my honor, uh, story and shit, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I fucking make that voice? <laughs> In fairness, Andrew Koji. Andrew, Andrew Koji made that voice throughout the whole fucking movie. <laughs> and if you ever watched him anything else, you know that's not his natural voice. <laughs> well, no. He made that voice for probably like the first five minutes and they just gave up and then yeah, <laughs> it, defaulted it, to his natural accent. Yeah, Andrew Koji kind of flip flopped a little bit. Uh, it's not as as bad as Henry Golding, where he tried to do like an American accent for like the first. I think it was like fifteen well, Henry, minutes. Henry Golding or um, the other person, like the, the the chick that was with Storm Shadow, uh, Haruka Abe. I, I think she, I think she just straight up like like, nah, mate, fuck it. <laughs> like she, all three of them, like eventually, eventually it just devolved into like the British accent, and you're just like. Where am I? <laughs> I think Andrew Koji. Go, I Koji thought I was tr- in Japan. I think Andrew Koji at least tried. It wasn't he great. He tried like occasionally. He's tried more than the I, other two. I feel for sure. I almost, I almost feel like the longer a scene goes on, the, you, uh, you hear the accent falling. The more falling, chances right? for Andrew Koji to default back to his regular yeah. voice. Like at, <laughs> yeah, like at the beginning of the scene, it's almost like he's trying at the beginning. Whenever like a scene starts, like when, when they cut to another scene and, and he shows up, he starts with a voice, and then it just fades as the scene. For six hundred years, the Arashi Koge clan has been keeping the world safe. So what we need to do is we need to find this dickhead named <laughs> Kenta, and we need to kill him. Right. <laughs> No, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like what's I saying again? Yeah, his temper was a little bit exaggerated for the sake of like expressing that through, because he's not like the, fr- the the main character of this movie, but they still have to show that part so that he you know yeah. looks like an evil dickhead by the uh, end. Speaking of uh, like connecting with his temper, there was just that one corny ass line where it's like <laughs> you are like the shadow before a storm. That was unfortunate because. To me, I feel like the easy way that they could have implemented Storm Shadow was just refer to his last name, Arashikage, which literally means Storm Shadow, word for word, in Japanese, of course. Uh, But they didn't do that, which you know, cool, fine, whatever. It wasn't great. It was, it was, it was, it was poor writing, in my opinion. It was very corny. But um, the other thing too is I think they made his rage look crazier when he was like, uh, when he was like, to serve. I've been serving this clan for my life. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. At first, I, I thought yeah. to myself, I'm like, that seems ra- rather exaggerated. But if you really think about it, bro, he's completely justified. <laughs> if you I mean, really, yeah, because like he's he's he's, he's the most active motherfucker in the clan, trying to kill off this one dickhead who be, who betrayed him and shit, right? And and he and had who, to who use a betrayed them and b yeah. literally said, "I'm gonna come back and kill all you motherfuckers." Yeah. Like, he, he literally is the most active and proactive member of the Arashikage clan, and he literally did save the day, technically. Like, if he did not capture the fucking, the, the, the red stone, like, they all, they all would, would have been wiped. So, technically, he, he saved the day. 
Te- technically, it, it, but no, but Snake Eyes did. It, it's it's its film. It's its movie. No, fucking Storm Shadow did. If you really think about it, and then uh, yeah, but but no, he used the red stone. You are no longer part of this clan. Yeah, right. And and he had a he had a plan for the future, which was almost Bruce Lee esque. Which was, hey, we can't just like we need to invite outsiders into our clan. You know, we need to think for the future. And, and 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 make sure that we're able to protect the world and shit and whatever. He was actually pretty he had a plan. It wasn't the greatest plan in terms of the way they executed it, but it was a good plan on its own. And he, he actually did the most, but because he used the stone, you know, the main bitch was like, No nah, man, you're not part of our family no more. Also I find it funny be, how she you'd had be corrupted by the stone. Yeah, you, you you betray us. <laughs> do you understand <Yeah>. life? <laughs> Tommy, do you understand life? <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, but when when it was like to fucking serve? Bro, I've been doing the most in, in this shit. And just because of this, you're telling me I can't be a part of my own clan, bro? Like, literally, Arashi yeah. Kage, it's in my fucking name, bro. I was like, you know what, man? You're fucking justified. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. That, that That's how I felt about, like, the, the Storm Shadow, like, dynamic. Or, or Storm Shadow in this. I think even in this movie, he seemed a little bit more interesting than Snake Eyes. I mean, he was a very interesting character, other than, you know, the constant rage yeah that that was just comedic like eventually it just became comedic at one point yeah because like you just, you just have this like angry japanese man just yelling at people all the time <laughs> yeah because if you really think about like the plot of the movie in regards to you know snake eyes our main protagonist it's literally oh our main protagonist walks the tightrope of ethics to get revenge for his dad Turns out his dad was actually a G.I. Joe, which is absolutely bullshit and unnecessary. Like, it made it, it really turns it into, like, a, a chosen one type of thing. And then he really yep. didn't really do much by the end to redeem himself. And he also still is able to talk by the end of the movie while also getting the suit. Yep. So, about the suit. The, lo- the, the, suit, ah, looks, the, suit. the suit looks fucking dope. It's a little bit too tacky for my liking for an origins type of suit. Like, like this is the first iteration. Uh, we saw it, and we saw, like the, that, the the marketing material fucking used it all the time. Fam, I was about to get into this. They literally showed <laughs> they literally showed both the last shot of the main film itself as well as the fucking last shot of the post credit scenes or mid credit scenes in the fucking marketing material. This is worse than Spider Man Amazing Spider Man Two. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck is this? But the suit itself, see, you know see, what? In regards to it being uh, techy, I would say that it kind of fits because of its origin in this movie. That fair enough, actually. Like that's the only thing I could say that is actually like appropriate because it it doesn't really justify the fact that it literally shows up at the end and that's it. By the way, you're wrong. But, about one thing, we actually see more of the suit in marketing material than the actual film itself. Oh God, we do. Yes, they 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 shot this. Per, um, there's this like this a uh, special IG promotional thing where it shows like comic book artwork and stuff, and then pages flipping into the actual live action v- versions. And that clip of whoever that motherfucker in that suit was doing a sword flower into a a slash that was shot strictly for the marketing material. So technically, <laughs> we see more of the suit in marketing material than we do in the movie. Oh God. Yeah. Also, uh, a minor thing, the Storm Shadow never wears his fucking mask. Oh, right, yeah. Yep, just a personal thing. Well, uh, yeah, like, I was, I was gonna say kinda, but the kinda is basically the, uh, the motorcycle helmet. That's basically just what replaces it. 
nah man i need that i need that balaclava bro yeah but but yeah um let's talk about some technical things right because let's say if a movie has like a very weak story if it's still a visual spectacle it could still be fun Oh, a la, like the Transformers movies, or even. Well, actually, I have uh, one more thing I want to add about Snake Eyes, right? Or one not, more. Not, not about Snake Eyes, um, Storm Shadow. Sure. Because I was talking to Danny about it, and because uh, he watched the movie with us. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Danny. And he was just like, <laughs> he gave me like my favorite quote about Storm Shadow. He was just like, "Yo, why is Storm Shadow such a fucking weeb?" <laughs> <laughs> He was like, like I know he's supposed to be Japanese, but like the way this dude draws his swords, like you know how he like, he, like when he draws both of his swords and he holds them like sideways, like yeah. beside him on, on his sides, so, like when he like flips them both out, he's like, yo, that's such a fucking weeb to do. <laughs> fair. Enough. I, I, mean, I just didn't have a response to that. I was like, yeah, that's okay, fair enough. <laughs> he's just a weeb, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I, I want to talk about the action in this movie because right. the best shots in the whole film were all in the marketing material in the action. Yeah, and the action scenes in this movie, in my opinion, were very piss poor because not only is it dimly lit, yep. it's also shaky as hell. Danny had motion sickness after watching this film, which is terrible because after he was like a des- designated after, driver. After like the first like five minutes. Yeah, and, and here's my thing, right? In fairness, you could say, oh, well, that was Snake Eyes before he honed his skill as a ninja and shit, so it's meant to look very raw and visceral, which is why the shaky cam is there. Which, which that's a good defense. That, that is a defense. Is it a good defense? Well, no, not really, because he could, no, be, I think it, he could be messy I think, and visceral, but the camera doesn't have to be. No, no, I think it is an actual legitimate good defense because that's how you could visually tell a story. The problem with that... By by giving the audience nausea? Sort of, yeah, because it's very raw, visceral, and and unrefined. So it's... It it, it kind of suits that type of, like, stage of action. But my problem with that is now that he's refined his skills as a ninja, and you showed us some dope-ass stabilized B-roll footage of him fucking landing in Tokyo and shit as if it was, like, the, 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 like the best the, the produced vlog ever, why the fuck is, he, is it still shaky as shit after all of that? Uh, like, you why? would imagine, like, he's a, he's a ninja now. He's super slick. You see this fool climb up buildings, this is, um, disabling fucking uh, security cameras and shit like that. And then every time he fights, you just like you feel like you're on, on on like the worst roller coaster ever. <laughs> that to be fair, it also isn't just when he fights; it's when everyone fights. Yeah, like that. Th- that's at that point, you know, it's it wasn't intentional for the story. They're just bad fucking cinematographers when it comes to action. They, they really it's just too didn't tight. Get any good it's too shaky. Yeah, it's too tight. Was, it's I think too I was shaky. Telling you, like I think some of the fight scenes had decent choreography. Oh, like, dude. I, I've seen some marketing material where where all the actors they talk down they, they sit down and they talk like I really hope you guys get to enjoy the the, the 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 fight scenes and the action and the martial arts in this film you know we really trained ourselves to really make sure that you know it's great choreography and it was intensive training and we put a lot of hard work into it and they show the side by side of the rehearsal and the final film and I was able to make out a lot more of what the fuck was happening in the rehearsal than the final film. And at that moment, I'm not gonna lie. In the back of my head, I'm like, "Dude, this film might be shit." 
<laughs> like like like, I like mean, the action. I, I mean, at that point, I think shit. I think that really is just the cam work, isn't it? You no, know, I I genuinely feel like it. Feel like it is. Because yeah, like whatever... I, like, I think some of the fights had decent choreography. Like if if you could tell you could what's see. going on, yeah. If you um, can tell what's going on, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Because a very dope what's shot. What's happening? <laughs> like a very good shot that I mentioned, and it's in a trailer. So like, is, is when Akiko hops off her bike, uh, jumps off one side of the card carrier, and then the other side of um, a different truck. I think it was like a trailer, and then back onto the card card carrier, slice two motherfuckers up, and then back onto receipt. That was badass, and it looked clean too. It was also one of the, the the few shots that were done in slow motion, so I don't know if that had something to do with it. That could have, but it could have been. But at at the same time, that was also that suffered from the other problem that we mentioned, as in dimly lit fights. Yeah, and I think the reason why it worked was because her outfit was like sort of highlighted in white. Yeah, but there was, but basically they had the fucking yakuza dressed in black suits, like all like John, like John Wicker and shit, and then Snake Eyes clad completely in black, and it's like. What is happening? <laughs> Fighting I, at I, night on top of a moving vehicle. Yeah, and it's not like a regular vehicle where you can kind of tell, like, oh, that's the, the roof of the vehicle. It was a fucking car carrier. Yeah, so there was multiple lo- levels of elevation. <laughs> you could barely tell what's going on. Yeah, beams and bars that, like, really blend in with the swords and shit. The lighting was also inconsistent because they're on a highway. Yeah. The action was... I can't grade the action itself because you could you could barely see it. You can't yeah. make out what's happening. Like you could grade it. You could say that the action was decent if you could see it, but because you I could guess. barely see it half the time, <laughs> there ain't I a guess. lot to judge. What, what, I feel like since you know we're both Asians and we've cosplayed as you know Storm Shadow and Snake. I, well, you only uh, Storm Shadow. I've I've cosplayed as both. I think it might be important for us to address sort of like the Asian casting of. Uh, Henry Golding as Snake Eyes rather than a a blue eye blonde hair looking dude. Right. So, what are your thoughts on that, if any? I mean, I don't really have much for that because I don't know the origin of the character, right? Right. Uh, I'm only under the impression that, you know, because I would assume Storm Shadow was supposed to be Japanese from the beginning or some sort of Asian. Uh, yeah, because he, he was he's... supposed to be an actual ninja, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I would assume he'd probably be Japanese in the original. Uh, it would have made sense if they casted everyone to be Japanese, you know, in Japan, or at least most people. And, you know, that, that seems to kind of check out. I mean, in fairness, the, 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 the blind master, in most iterations where he's actually seen, no pun intended, he is meant to be a black dude, it seems like. So, that, like, that's fine, right? Like, that, that, fits, yeah. that fits the lore, I suppose. Yeah. But, like, you know, the, yeah, they casted actual Japanese people as... Uh, in Japan, as opposed to the last movie where there was a Korean dude. <laughs> yeah. That, hmm, okay, so I'm glad you mentioned that, because I will bring that up again. Sure. So he, so here's my, my, my real thoughts of um, casting an Asian dude as Snake Eyes. In my right. opinion, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Because there's nothing, there, there's nothing about Snake Eyes' actual origin that makes it a, an absolute requirement for him to be a white dude. Some there, people are like going to no say, oh. Hard, like, like, there's no hard indicator that he uh, has to be, yeah, a Westerner or an Easterner. He's yeah, just not yeah, a dude. Because, 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 like, someone's going to say, oh, there is actually something buried, which is that, you know, when he unmasks himself, he's a, he, he's, he's a white dude with blonde hair. And you know what? Be that as it may, let's, let's fucking be honest with ourselves. When 
do we really see this dude unmasked? You don't. Well, you're not supposed to, I should say. Right. <laughs> you're not supposed to. First things first. Secondly, there's nothing that states that he needs to be white. It's not like it's not like oh yeah, his father was a fucking like Irish fucking fighter or some shit. No, there's nothing like that. No, no, or, or there, there's nothing about uh, it. Another in fact, example I, I would I could give you would be like it's not like he's you know Magneto. Yeah, it's not like Magneto where he was an actual like. Well, man, it was terrible. Was well, where, where he's fucking like Jewish and everything? Yeah, Magneto's a Jewish person. Like at that point, yeah. yeah, you have to you have to cast a white person to play Magneto. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense that you know. Yeah, and from his backstory at all. And and here's the thing, right? The, this the the character of Snake Eyes in the mo- in this movie is bad, in my opinion. But it has nothing to do with Henry Golding. It has everything and to this do is with the- you know the writing, the directing. Yes, because in both. The films, as well as the comics, there is nothing racially specific about how the character is written. There's nothing that states that he needs to be Asian or needs to be white or needs to be black. Nothing specific like that. Right. But like the best comparison would be to Storm Shadow. There's no like for him. There is some sort of precedent that he has to be Asian. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if if you if you really wanted a white dude to play to play Snake Eyes so bad. Guess what? It still would have been fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it was just poorly written. And the dope thing too is I could prove it because there's nothing specific in the script or in the movie that states that Snake Eyes is Asian. In fact, even his dad was barely Asian. <laughs> if you if you really think about it, there's nothing Asian about. I mean, it was so dark half the time I could barely tell if they were Asian or white. You know, low key, I'm not gonna lie. His dad kind of looked like Randall Park in certain scenes. But like, but the point is, like, there's, there's nothing racially specific about the way that the character was written, meaning that they really could have casted any motherfucker to be Snake Eyes, and it still would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just poorly written. The film suffered from uh, mischaracterization of Snake Eyes, not just, not just ethnically, if you want to take it there. But honestly, like, any actor with equal talent, even greater talent than, than Henry Golding, if if they played Snake Eyes, the film would still be just as bad because that's the the, the main character. Like at that point, it was, just, told, it was just being held back by the directing and writing. Like you, you really can't yeah. say anything more about it. Yeah, because truth be told, if they did Snake Eyes like more justice and have him be a ninja a majority of the time during his training and not show his face and shit, you probably wouldn't even know if he was like, um, like like what th- what his ethnicity is. In fact, there's probably shots where he where it was his stunt double, and we would not have known. I mean, yeah, if, if you just all covered Asians his look face, alike. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. If you just covered his face, they could have literally just dubbed him over and we wouldn't have known. Yeah. No one would have known. So, so to me, I don't think casting an Asian actor to play Snake Eyes was the problem. But there were some precedents to when people say that Snake Eyes, the movie, casted an Asian person for the sake of, like... Representation? Um, eth- yeah, like ethnicity things representation politics i guess yeah there is some precedence to that because here's how you appease both making a good gi joe movie using these characters while still having an asian lead just make a fucking storm shadow movie honestly i the, like the way when, when we watched the movie it really seemed like they wanted to make a storm shadow movie because most of it was focused on him yeah because like he, 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 snake eyes barely yeah. plays a big role in his own movie his whole role was just Ah, I want revenge for my father. 
Yeah. And then he, he literally went through the journey of, with this other dude who's all like, uh, this man betrayed my clan, and then now he's trying to kill everyone I fed everyone up with here. this world. <laughs> I fed up with this world. No, yeah, I agree 100%, because look, I already mentioned how I personally think that Snake, uh, Storm Shadow, excuse me, is arguably way more of an interesting character, especially in the long run with his hero's journey. He's already fucking Asian. Not only is he already in the clan, it is his clan. Right? Yep. And there's like, and like, and I, and I mentioned that plot where he's directly tied to the Hardmaster's death, both in terms of how he's framed for it, but also they're related by blood. And the thing is, you don't need to worry about communication and shit because he already fucking speaks. Yep. He can already talk. And Honestly, he can walk away like, still being able to talk. Like, now that I think about it, if they just rewrote like some of this to where it was more, it was more of a Storm Shadow movie and Snake Eyes was sort of a villain, I think it would have kind of worked out. Yeah, I'm Maybe telling a bit you. More. Yeah, I'm telling you, the casual fan, I, I genuinely believe it's also because the casual fan probably doesn't want to see a Storm Shadow movie. He's not a big, he's not as big as a villain as, let's say, a Joker, where Joker ha- could have his, mo- his own movie. Right, and like yeah. I said, also, really, at the end of the day, he's more, I hate to say this, but he's more of an anti-hero, I guess. I mean, but, I, also, I want to say, like, he's also more of a generic character, if you really think, but he's just a white ninja. It is a lot less interesting than, you know, this dude in, like, this high-tech, like, all-black suit. Uh, visually, yes, I would yeah. say so. Character-wise, though, I think Storm Shadow has always oh, like, been yeah, so a richer visually, character. And, you know, movies, spectacle, right? Yeah. I bet you there's going to be so many shippers that are going to be like, how could you say that, Kirby? Fucking, fucking, fucking Storm Shadow and, and Scarlet, though. <laughs> Fuck, get that mess out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, get that out, mess out get of out. here. Nah, but um, yeah, I feel like this this e- the the easy solution, and it's right there. Just fucking make a Storm Shadow movie, and then promise that's that Snake Eyes will be an integral part in it, because he is, yeah. he is an integral part of the, of the story, uh, of the mythos. Hang on, but wait, just this... make it a Storm Shadow movie, because because that's where the story really lies in the clan yeah. of Arashi Kage. I mean, like I- I'm using the uh, the Wikipedia page as reference for some of the stuff that I didn't remember, like the, the names of the actors and stuff, right? And I can yeah. see that uh, currently, until it's finished its run, it's currently a commercial flop. Like the the movie, the budget for the movie was at least 110 million dollars. Pro- I don't know if that includes advertising. And so far, it's only earned back 33. Well, the other thing too, in in, in some degrees of fairness, COVID is really fucking shit up. That's true. Because That's they, true. they released it both in theaters at the same time as streaming, I believe. Yeah. But removing that, though, the marketing was also kind of piss poor outside of, like, diehard fans. Because I felt like the toys and merchandise did a better job at marketing than traditional media marketing. Right. In fact, the first teaser trailer that they released was 30 seconds. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds, dude. 30 seconds. Yeah, so I really like, I really had high hopes for this movie, and I felt like I was just kind of blatantly ignoring all the seeds of poorness. Yep. I really wanted this to work, but this really let me down. It was very disappointing for me. Um, if I were to rate this movie out of five stars, I'm honestly thinking two. Like, it, it really isn't that great. It really isn't. Like, the costuming is cool. Yeah. Uh, so the set design is actually legitimately cool. The cinematography is fine, except for action scenes. Yeah. Like, but the story itself is too lacking. The characterizations 
if not off, not really in the right lane of ethics for the main character for the characters. And the cameos from, uh, I guess, extended cameos for the characters of Baroness and Scarlet don't really, f- they, they kind of come out of nowhere, honestly, especially Scarlet. You can make the argument that Baroness was, was meant to be like a bit of a twist reveal or a surprise reveal, but Scarlet didn't really need to be there, in my opinion. Like, it really sucks because I'm looking through, the, I'm watching the trailer again, right? Who the fuck is Scarlet? <laughs> And, and it really does seem like they're just trying to make it seem like, you know, he's going to use the suit for most of the movie. But he not. Like, that was almost like a huge, like, plot point for this. Yeah. And the suit looks dope. But you're not, you're not going to see it. Because here's my thing. I thought he was going to lose his voice by taking a blast of, like, that red rock energy thing. Yeah. And then they, they, they were going to install some kind of like, because, you know, the Rashikages, they seem to be somehow like super advanced with their tech. Oh, I thought yeah. they were going to put something to stabilize, like, I don't know, his fucking airflow. I don't know shit about the human body, but like to stabilize the like wound do, or some do shit. Do something for him. Yeah, but there are, but it's, but his vocal cords are far too damaged for them to have him there. And so instead they give him, you know, the suit. Yeah, and then, and then the suit was meant to be compensation. It's like, wear the mask so that. You know, you, you won't get, you know, fucked up because you're still recovering. But, you know, to go along with it, we, we were managed to get in talks with the Joes. Here's the suit. Let's take down Kenta. Like, yeah, like the, the, <laughs> there's so much ways that it could it could have been better, but it just isn't. Do you know what's a better Snake Eyes movie, dude? What is? Fucking Bumblebee. Ah, because he, he, do, he, he doesn't also, fucking speak. He, he goes through a speak. legitimate arc. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking. The around. best part is they they use that shot of him, like you know, the, the last shot of him in the suit walking out of the the castle, the dojo. Yeah, they use that twice in the fucking trailer. Dude, um, have you watched uh, Black Widow by chance? Nope. I'm gonna spoil it for you Go a ahead. little bit. So Taskmaster is in the comic book. Taskmaster, right. excuse me, in the comic book. Na- his real name is Tony Masters. Yes, it's corny as fuck, but this yeah. comic book, so allow it. Yeah. And uh, he's meant to—he's pretty interesting. He's meant to have um, the ability to—he took a—he took a, a, a serum, experimental serum, of course, because it's, sure. it's Marvel. It's always um, experimental. And he—he—he uh, he, he, he garners him the ability to memorize and mimic to the. T- he's basically the shouting gun. <laughs> it gives him the ability to to, mem- to to analyze and mimic the moves to perfection. But the side effect is—and this is why it wasn't used for Steve Rogers. The side effect is you actually end up losing your own memory. Sure. Isn't that interesting? So what they did instead in the movie, <laughs> they, they still kept the Taskmaster element of the suit, the look, and the power, but they made Taskmaster, first and foremost, it's a chick. It's the main villain's daughter. I don't really care about that. As in, right. I don't really mind. I don't really care. Because that alone makes it, it's not Tony Master, so it's a brand new character using the, uh, the pseudonym of Taskmaster. Fine. Cool. Fun fact. This character's fight scenes are fucking badass in Black Widow. Fucking badass. Uses a sword. Uses a bow and arrow. Or, uh, I guess, a recurve. Uses a shield, of course. Fucking badass. Super tough, super determined, super badass in, like, in, like, in, in kill mode 24-7 and does not speak. Okay. She's fucking Snake Eyes. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Thanks, Mass Tasker. Now, Tony Masters in the comic books, he's a, he's a mercenary, and he's a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. 
Isn't that Snake Eyes in his in his movie? <laughs> Are you telling me they just wrote the same character twice? No, they just got the character swapped. <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, of course. I'm, I'm bullshitting. I'm joking around a little bit. Also yeah. watching the trailer through again, right? I, I realized, you know, that was also par- partially reason why uh, they gave him, like, an outfit. Like, the outfit that he wears is it, so similar to the Snake Eyes suit because they basically used it to disguise the fact that he's not in the suit. And that, that might also be why it's shot in the darkness and shit. You know, if you actually watch the trailer, he's, he's like, whenever he's, like, jumping through, uh, like, there's, there's a lot of action scenes where he's in, like, the, the black suit before the, uh, the actual Snake Eyes suit, right? Yeah. It ninja. almost seems like it's obscuring his face a lot. Like, they make the, uh, the head part really blurry, so you can't really tell it's, the, it's not the Snake Eyes helmet. I, I was able to tell immediately, but that's also because I'm a cosplayer, so I notice these things. Right. But I think that that might also add to the reason as to why they shot it in the dark is what I meant. It's so that yeah. it, they could cut it very quickly and shit to, 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 sh- to, to pretend like it is. Yes. For the trailers and shit. And, but yeah, I, I was just very disappointed with this film. I felt like it could have been, first things first, I felt like they, they took the wrong approach to begin with. I felt like it should have been a Storm Shadow movie. Or if you wanted it to be a Snake Eyes movie, don't take this storyline. Maybe, 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 maybe make one where he he just joined the Joes. He's meeting everybody, and and he's meeting like like a General Hawk because he was handpicked or some shit. Just just something different. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done this story this way through the lens of Snake Eyes. I right. either would have made it Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, or make it a Storm Shadow film because I think that would arguably be more interesting. What do you what what out of five stars? What would be your rating for this particular film? Uh, maybe like a two or a two point five. Same, yeah. Like it's, it, it kind of is like one of those turn your brain off movies, but you can't even turn your brain off and enjoy it because of how shit the fucking action scenes are. And you'll get nausea, bro. Yeah. Like the action scenes makes you make, makes you nauseous. Uh, the story is per- kind of fucking shit, honestly. <laughs> just it's just a generic revenge story. And even that, it's not that great because the main character is kind of fucking bad. The main character is a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just a dick. He's like, a spineless he, dick. He lacks motivation as well. He's just a dick who has. You know, he's one... not. This dude isn't Snake Eyes. He's just a snake, bro. He'll fucking turn your back <laughs> against you and shit. Like, like that's it. Yeah, I um, I, I would genuinely say that, like. Out of the three live-action G.I. Joe movies, this one perhaps had the, the biggest potential because it could have learned from the other two. I mean, um, I, still, would, I think his suit think is badass, did, right? though. I think I still think the suit is badass, but that... I mean, the suit looks cool, but, like, the thing... That's but, the thing, right? Like, you would, you would have thought they had two movies prior to learn the, what they could improve on, and they yeah, yeah. No, didn't. I, I, was, I was about to say, the suit is badass. So badass that I already pre-ordered the toy. So now I'm thinking, fuck, what if Hasbro knew what they were doing from the beginning? They just needed an excuse. They just called it a movie, but really it was just a really expensive advertisement to buy the fucking toy. I mean, isn't that what it is all most of the time? Now, joke, jokes aside, though, like, the suit is badass, both for Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, Akiko, so on and so forth. Um, the characters were well-designed enough in terms of, like, their costumes and stuff. Just... But the story... Because at the end of the day... You watch movies, I think, at least, for two reasons. One is the story. Two is the spectacle. The spectacle wasn't there because it was too shaky. Aside from, like, a few slow motion shots, which you could find for free on the trailer. And honestly, neither was the story. 
The story is not even... <laughs> the story was atrocious, but it's not terrible enough where, where it warrants a so bad it's good. No, it's no, just like, there's, bland. It's just bad, right? Like, it's not yeah. bad, but it's also not good. It's just really generic. Existence. Yeah. Yeah, it just but, exists. And, and, like, the, the, the worst part about being bad is that it doesn't reach the part... Yeah, like, as you said, it doesn't reach that point where it's so bad it's good. Nor does it reach the point where it's just absolutely dog shit. It's yeah, just... I, I, yeah. mediocre slash bad yeah I, I feel like you could sum up the story as a revenge or sorry this movie as a revenge story where this man has to play um, where this man has to play both sides of the war so to speak to, to obtain his goals but they realized it would have sold better if they added G.I. Joe characters into it that's just yeah, how I probably. feel Cause, cause I, 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 I tried to watch other like, um, like, like movie, like YouTube movie channels where they talk about like, oh, 15 fucking Easter eggs you probably missed. I watched it. I realized all of them and there weren't even fucking Easter eggs. Like it was just, here's a Cobra logo, bro. <laughs> it's like super well hidden. Cause it's a Cobra logo. It's not fucking well hidden, bro. There was a <laughs> like, close up like, shot like the of, one, of the dude's lapel. It's like what? Like the one on the weapon crate. That's like slightly yeah. hidden off the shot in the first scene and then literally yeah. when they're inspecting the gun it's just straight up there and the fact that they straight up call them cobra, cobra. <laughs> yeah that's that's quite the fucking easter egg bro wow, easter egg yeah yeah how how about the easter egg where they got the fucking age wrong for fucking Hardmaster or his character wrong in general but yeah, no, I, I didn't uh, like this movie. I was thoroughly disappointed. I feel like G.I. Joe Retaliation is still the most cohesive film out of all of them, despite the fact that the characters were kind of bland. But somehow. I feel like, yeah, and I feel like Rise of Cobra still somehow is the most fun if you turn your brain off. <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't yeah. that the bad thing? Right? Where it's like, like, like I said, it, it, if that could be a turn your brain off movie, then you can enjoy it in that sense, right? Well, with this film, you really can't because of how shit the action is. The pacing was also terrible, dude. Like, the first 15 minutes just flew by so quick. <laughs> oh, your dad's dead. Alright, well, time to go fight some man underground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, why did we need to see see that that way? Why didn't they just show that in, like, intercut fa- flashbacks? Makes no sense. Why? Because uh, you really need to know his motivation here before we start. <sighs> Alright, so... Where do you think we sh- um, the G.I. Joe franchise should go from here? The film franchise, specifically. I mean, honestly, it's hard to say, right? Because, like, like, to my knowledge, uh, like, like, as we discussed earlier, a lot of it's, like, either military stuff or spy stuff. Which, in, like, cinema has already been done, like, way, like, way too many times. Oh, no, I meant in terms of, like, the film franchise, in terms of, do you think they should reboot it? Or where do you think they're going to go with the with this new, with this new continuity? I mean, okay, well, uh, from one from one's perspective, like, if this movie flops, which currently is on the track, it seems like it's on the track, too. Yeah, it is on a new probably, level. A new level of shit. Gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're probably going to be, like, like any, li- like, license holder or, like, uh, prospective, like, sponsor is just going to be like, yeah, no, we're not paying for a sequel. And then they're just going to have to make a, they're going to reboot it another time in a couple of years. Which is, honestly, I feel like what they're going to do. Uh, personally, I feel like they could, they could have redeemed this somehow, but, like, uh, it's, w- would this be saved by, like, a, a Snyder Cut level edit 
No. No? I don't think but, so. But at this point, yeah, I think their only option is to reboot again, like, a fucking third time. Th- this is what I would do. Make just just fucking give me a Storm Shadow movie. <laughs> Selfishly, that's what I want. But 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 realistically, if they want to keep Henry Golding as Snake Eyes and shit like that, this 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 is what I think they should do. Because I think the cast is still good, given yeah. you know like the, the 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 writing was was poor and whatnot. But I think the cast was actually pretty good. I think their, their performances for the most part were were all pretty solid. They weren't like super corny or nothing. Aside from I guess like Andrew Koji's rage, but that that's just yeah. the way that it was written. Um. If you're going to make a sequel, make it a Snake Eyes movie and make it an actual Snake Eyes adventure. Maybe it should be his initiation to the G.I. Joes themselves. Keep his voice in there until either halfway through the... No, halfway is too sudden. Until after... Until you get to the second act, as in like ending the first act with him losing his voice as a, as a major incident, or until the very end. Keep his voice until the very end. One or the other. And right. Since we already met Scarlet, you could put the seeds of their relationship building and then introduce Duke as sort of like a a bit of a romantic rival, I guess, so to speak. But more importantly, right. he needs to be like Duke should be a bit of a stick in the mud at first. And then throughout the adventure, Snake Eyes learns that Duke is actually a very resourceful leader and why he too was handpicked by General Hawk to join to join the GI Joes and their first mission should be something completely unrelated to Storm Shadow but Snake Eyes is clearly wanting to hunt down Storm Shadow so that he could restore him and reintegrate reintegrate him back to the Arashikage clan that should always be in the back of Snake Eyes' mind because that is in my opinion at least is clearly his fucking fault so that should so he should feel guilty about that so we're gonna retcon that a little bit that's hilarious mm-hmm. second movie in retcons already we're gonna retcon that and make sure that Snake Eyes is not doing this out of obligation but doing but 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 wanting to find Storm Shadow out of guilt for, so that's how I feel it should be and it could be something as simple as the movie is hunting down Zartan, for example. They don't know that Zartan... See? Fuck, that doesn't work either. I was about to say, it should be hunting down Zartan <laughs> so that it would be ironic because they'll find out in the future the clan's downfall, aka killing the Hardmaster, was because of Zartan. But you'll never fucking know that. I mean, I mean the irony's not there no more because the Hardmaster is still well and alive. So that doesn't fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay, They're gonna fine. have to kill him off too. <laughs> Okay, fine. Fuck. <laughs> okay, point is, it should be Snake Eyes uh, meeting meeting the Joes and at least having missions with two to three of them, with one of them absolutely needing to be Scarlet because she's already somewhat established. She's really not established, but we know she exists already. My I know vote- she exists, but, but uh, my, my, like, what I would predict for that is that they would just cut her out completely because uh, you already know about that one. Let's introduce some new ones. My vote would be uh, Duke, because like I said, they're technically romantic rivals in the comics. Or, if you want to play it safe, Beachhead, because he could be like a funny comic relief character, uh, as long as you write him correctly. Because sure. also, Beachhead is like a drill instructor, so to speak. Like, like he's, he's a bit of an asshole sometimes. Oh, cool. Yeah, actually, that would work better. Beachhead and, and, and Scarlet. Uh, maybe Duke at the end. 
and then their their thing is they're trying to apprehend Flyer Firefly, which is uh he's like a this fucking like he's basically a fucking arsonist. <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, yeah, he's an arsonist of Cobra, and then you can link that together. That that's what I would do for a second movie, and then build up um more characters in the long run. If you want to keep Henry Golding as Snake Eyes, because yo, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I just feel really cheated too that we didn't get to see more of that suit in action because it fucking looks badass. Oh yeah, but if they reboot it, they're just gonna straight up toss that design out. I know they're just gonna make another one. one. But yeah, that that, that's what I think would work uh, if they were to make a sequel to Snake Eyes. Mm -hmm. And and I would completely—I don't know if I I think I would drop the whole GI Joe Origins thing as a marketing thing, kind of like how X Men did it after fucking. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ah, yes. And just go with, like, Logan. Yeah, and I would just call it, like, Snake Eyes or Ashikage Battles. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Maybe just no tagline. Maybe just make the reboot Snake Eyes. Well, this is meant to be a sequel to Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins, right? So I don't know what you would call it. Right. But, but, but yeah, that, that's just maybe just call it Snake Eyes 2. How about that? Oh, um, I'm pretty sure... If I don't mention this, I'm going to sound like a sellout. The whole fucking dice thing being rigged? Stupid. Fucking ah. stupid. <laughs> what kind of fuck? I make what, my what own luck, Liam. <laughs> what do you mean you'd sound like a sellout? Yeah, because... Sorry? Well, what do you mean by you would sound like a sellout if you didn't mention that? Because I love... Because look, I, I love like fucking Batman, right? You know the Two-Face coin thing? Oh, yeah. And how it's yeah. a double-headed coin? That's actually smart right. because you would always assume a head, I mean, a, a coin is not double headed. But when you flip it and, and you, you still can't see the fact that it's double headed, that's actually clever. The fucking magnetic right. or whatever fucking gyroscopic dice, it's that's a, fucking it's a stupid. Dice. That's fucking stupid. That's, that's so I'm pretty fucking sure the stupid. Term, I'm pretty sure the term for it is a loaded dice, but I don't know exactly how it works. That's also, like, that's fucking stupid. Like, that's why he's called Snake Eyes? Like, what? You're telling me he was eight. He had like eight years of life, and and his dad never gave him a fucking name, even if it was fake. Like his name could have been fucking like I don't uh, know Christopher loaded, or some shit. A loaded dice, also known as a weighted or crooked dice. Oh, so yeah, it's probably because it's the distribution for weight is in a certain area, so it'll always land on that side. But yeah, why the fuck doesn't yeah. he have a name? <laughs> it's oh, stupid. Uh, Snake eyes. Yeah, why doesn't he have a fucking name? His dad. As far as he knows, he's been living a normal life, a, a normal eight-year yeah. life. Why doesn't he have a name? I mean, he apparently he did have a name. It was just fake. Okay, why don't we use that as his name and not call him Snake Eyes as a name? Because no, because oh, okay. So from the movie, he only learned his name was fake at the end, and he didn't want to use his well, supposed real name, right? I don't know, out of childhood trauma or something. No, 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 that's no, what, no, that's look, what look, I would assume their explanation would be. Look, that's, that already doesn't make sense. If you have a fucking name, real or not, that's still a name. Snake Eyes is not a fucking name. In no, in, in, there's no way Snake Eyes isn't. That's clearly like like a code name or some shit. Yeah, an or alias. A yeah, you, you do not. Like, look, if let's say if Peter Parker had amnesia, right? And he needed a name? He's not going to fucking call himself Spider-Man. Unless he's, like, stupid, I guess. But, like, because <laughs> Spider-Man is not a fucking name. Peter is a name. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what? He, he, if you're going to, like, look. The only way that could have worked. <laughs> he, he, the only way that could have worked is, let's say he had a fucking name. But then he lost his voice. 
And because there's no documentation or papers or whatever, and he was just, let's say he was kidnapped or some shit or, or forced to, to work in like a sweatshop or something. And, and he's just going through like a lot of shit to the point where a name doesn't matter anymore. He's just given a number or a code. That number could have been two. Then he, it makes sense for him to call himself, to call himself Snake Eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like something. Yeah, that makes more sense than fucking yo, bro. Do you know why I call myself Snake Eyes? It's, it's because of the trauma I had when my fucking dad died. But rather than trying <laughs> he, to get, get over that, he rolled the dice. But and, rather, and he got Snake Eyes. Yeah, rather than and trying. I'm to, the one who killed him. What? <laughs> but yeah, it's like because... ra- rather rather than trying to get rid of that trauma and shit, I'm just gonna have that carried with me and make it seem like I'm the dickhead that killed my dad, but I'm actually the dickhead that killed most of your clan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but Snake Eyes was a fucking Snake Eyes was not even Snake Eyes in this movie, bro. He didn't look like him, and I don't mean the ethnicity thing. I mean the costume. He didn't look like him. He certainly didn't sound like him, <laughs> and he did not remotely behave like him at all. He was literally just a dickhead out for revenge. Yes, he was just a fucking dickhead. He's a fucking treacherous dickhead, bro. That, that, that's all that he was. He's a fucking selfish dickhead. Who has, like, morals for, like, ten minutes. And that's it. Morals at the end of the movie. <sighs> Anyways. Kevin. Uh, any yeah. closing thoughts on Snake Eyes, both as a character as well as the movie? Honestly, not really. It was just... It just wasn't that great of a movie, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I'm on a very similar boat. Like um, even for an action flick, it was just not very enjoyable. Yeah, I'm on a very similar boat. It had potential to be good. But it was just and, and that was about it. It was just trash. It was just a bad movie. The the best part of the movie was the popcorn that I bought. I'm joking. The best part of the movie, I feel, if I'm being honest at the very least, because I feel like I've been trashing on this thing the whole time, is I do genuinely think that the actors gave out pretty good performances with the material that they were given. If I, ha- if, oh, I, if I had to be honest, I think, I think that, 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 like, that deserves some credit, and I also think that the character designs for the most part were pretty good. Yeah, well, but, but like, that's it, right? They were just dealt a bad hand. Yeah, because I feel like what I just said could easily describe a fan film. Right? <laughs> The performances right. were good for what it was. The costumes were kind of cool. It sounds like a fan film. Yeah, but it could have been written a lot better. Sounds like yeah, exactly. It sounds like a fan film. <laughs> and the cinematography wasn't that great. Yeah, it's it's just a fan film at that point. And not like a particularly like good one. Just like yeah, it was a valiant attempt, I guess. But like that would be compliments for yeah, uh, like a fan film on YouTube, not for you know, you know a multi-million dollar budget. You know, Kevin. Movie. I, f- I feel like. I feel like we could have written a more true Snake Eyes story than, than whoever did it. I mean, that's a thought. Anyways. Yeah, I think that's about it when it comes to this episode of the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast in regards to Snake Eyes, Jadro Origins. I guess we're both uh, under the same contention, which is uh, it wasn't particularly a great movie. It's shit. <laughs> yeah. Would you recommend anyone seeing this? Honestly, not really. Even if, if you're gonna watch an action film, at least like, and you want to turn your brain off, at least just watch Transformers. Like, yeah. Even that, at least has better action. If you want to watch a better ninja movie, 
that has like better action, um, check out Scott Adkins. Uh, he has two movies. One of them is just strictly called Ninja. The other one is called Ninja Tear of a Shadow or some shit. Stories are pretty like thin, but there's still better movies than this, in my opinion. And the action is tremendously better. Um, so check out those if you want. Actually, yeah, check those out. If anything, that's a better Snake Eyes movie than this. He's just missing the suit. And he still talks, I guess. Barely. How sad. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that that's going to be about it for us. Uh, Kevin, do you have any uh, social media handles you want to plug in? Uh, well, I mean, you could just throw them to the, into like the description, right? Alright, cool. As yeah. for myself, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and much more at Kirby Kwan Jr. That's K-I-R-B-Y-K-W-A-N-J-R. If you want to follow um, my stuff when it comes to cosplay and other stuff like that, it seems like these days I'm most active on Instagram, so feel free to look out for that there. Um... And also, once again, if you're listening this, if you're listening to this on any audio audio platforms, please do not forget to uh, rate the the podcast as well as follow this podcast. That is as it is available on multiple platforms, including Spotify, Google, iTunes, Breaker, Radio Public, and so much more. Once again, thank you for listening to the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. Take care. Yeah. Seriously, they give me a Storm Shadow movie. <laughs>